just open our hearts to more of you. Wash us clean, Lord, of all impurities. We just receive from you healing for our bodies, healing for our minds, healing for our families. And we thank you for the anointing, Lord Jesus. I want you to listen to me very carefully. Never has shame disqualified a person from receiving from God. Never has your mistakes disqualified you from receiving from Jesus. Because Jesus did all the work, and we are the recipients of his goodness and of his mercy. So don't for one second think that you are disqualified from receiving from God because God loves you, beloved. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you. Jesus heals you because he loves you. Jesus heals you because he loves you. He loves each and every one in here. And his vision, his purpose for you is to walk in his perfected life. The anointing, beloved, the anointing, we can do nothing apart from the anointing. Jesus said, I can of myself do nothing. Only what I hear my father say and what I see my father do. I can of my own self do nothing. Through the anointing, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Every single thing that I'm called to do, I am empowered to do it. You are empowered to do it. Praise Jesus. So that thing that God has put on your heart, thank Him for that vision. Thank Him for that purpose. Thank Him for that dream that He's placed in your heart. And we thank you, Lord, for the ability to carry it out through the Holy Spirit. Nothing is too big for our God, amen? I said nothing's too big for our God. Nothing. We praise you, Jesus. There is nothing that can't be healed, nothing that can't be restored. Praise you, Jesus. We are in the kingdom, beloved. And in the kingdom, there is completeness. In the kingdom, there is wholeness. There is no lack. Praise you, Jesus. I just want to major on this, that the presence of Jesus is a healing presence. Just allow him to heal you. Praise you, Jesus. Your presence is sweet to us, Lord. Your presence is sweet. 
the presence of Jesus. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. We are restored in you, Lord. You endured it all on the cross. Every beating and bruising was not for nothing. It had a purpose for each and every one of us to bring us into unity with you again. Every bruising that you bore takes away the sickness. It takes it away from my dwelling. All of that darkness, all of that just goes away because of your love, because of your great love for me. Praise you, Jesus. You endured it all, Lord. Psalm 107.20 He sent out, God sent out His Word and healed them. He rescued them from the grave. Amen? He has rescued us from the grave. He has rescued us from the dominion of darkness. He has rescued us from our past. He has rescued us from our errors and our mistakes and our blunders. He's, re he's rescued us from it all. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Say all things. Say healing. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Your Lord, my Lord, has clothed you. He has clothed you. Isaiah 61.10 I delight greatly in the Lord. My soul rejoices in my God, for he has clothed me with garments of salvation and arrayed me in a robe of his righteousness. Thank you, Jesus. A, bride a bridegroom adorns his head like a priest, and a bride adorns herself with her jewels. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is healing, beloved. There is freedom from whatever you are going through. There is freedom. You are set free. You are free from that. Any generational curse, you're free from that because of the blood. You don't have to live in that curse anymore because it was born on the tree by Yeshua and it was done away with, left in the tomb. Jesus remains. Jesus lives. Praise Jesus. Jesus was clothed in our brokenness so that he could clothe us 
in his beauty. I thank you, Lord, that you have made me beautiful in your sight. I thank you that the way that you see me, Lord, is not the way that I used to see myself. The way that I used to see myself, you've redeemed me from that. You have made us to be courageous, Lord. Courageous in your power. Courageous in your might and in your provision. Praise Jesus. So he's clothed us. In the company of the Holy Spirit, we are renewed, we are made fresh. In the company of the Holy Spirit, we are renewed. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We are transformed by the Holy Spirit into the image of Jesus. Praise you, Lord. We praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I don't think you heard me. I said, greater is the one living in you right now than the one operating in this world. Greater. Praise Jesus. I said, greater. Greater. Woo! Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. I love that scripture. Psalm 30, 11 through 12. You've turned my wailing into dancing. Woo! Praise you, Jesus. You've, we just praise you, Jesus. You've turned our mourning into dancing. You removed our sackcloth. You've removed that material that was agitating and irritating and it didn't comfort. And you've clothed us with your joy. Take all of it, Lord Jesus. Take all of the sackcloth. Take it all. I give it to you. You've given me your joy, and I receive it, and I thank you for it. In order that our heart may sing your praises and not be silent. Not be silent. We can't afford to be silent in such an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. We can't afford to be silent with such an outpouring of the Holy Ghost, with such an outpouring of His love and His mercy, He never withheld anything from 
us. Why would we ever withhold anything from him? Why would we ever withhold any praise, any honor? We give it all, Jesus. We give it all. We surrender it all. Praise you, Lord. I will praise you forever. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. And so far has he removed the sickness, the disease, the illness. He's removed it far away from you. How many of you believe that? How many of you receive that? I receive that. I receive my healing in Jesus' name because it's right there. It's right here. I speak it. I declare it. I believe it. John 16, 6, 26 through 29. I'm reading in the Amplified. Jesus answered, John 6, 26 through 29. I'm jumping ahead here. Jesus answered, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, you have been searching for me, not because you saw the signs attesting miracles, but because you ate the loaves and were filled. You just looked at, they just looked at him on the surface. Do not work for food that perishes, but for food that endures and leads to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For God the Father has authorized him and put his seal on him. Then they asked him, what are we to do so that we may habitually be doing the works of God? Jesus answered, this is the work of God, that you believe, adhere to, trust in, rely on, and have faith in the one whom God has sent. Your work is to believe. Your work is to receive from Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Jesus, the Holy Spirit, is the substance that soothes and heals. A balm to make whole. You've covered me in the balm of Gilead. Healing was made possible because of the balm of Gilead. The great physician was pierced like the tender root of the balsam plant. In the same way that the leaves of the plant were thrust through to extract the resin, Jesus was broken that I might benefit from his wounds. I receive new life through the one tree, the cross upon which Jesus died. We are the beneficiaries of the wounds of Jesus. 
we receive from the wounds of Jesus. We receive from the stripes. We receive from the beatings. We receive all that he endured. And we receive all of his goodness. Praise Jesus. When they saw him on the cross, those who didn't believe saw Jesus as stricken, abandoned. But we see our healing. We see restoration. We see our beautiful Savior displayed for all the world to see how much God loves each and every one of them. You were crushed, Jesus. You were poured out crushed and beaten. Crushed and beaten that I may be restored. Thank you, Jesus, for your healing. Thank you, Jesus, for your healing. Just begin to thank him. Thank your Savior. I praise you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. Oh, praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you for the healing waters that flow. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. No matter what situation you're going through, it doesn't matter how low and how difficult it may seem, there is no one who endured greater than Jesus. No one who endured greater of a pit, greater of punishment than Jesus, because he bore every single one of our sins. So if God was able to raise Jesus up from that deepest pit of all and seat him at the right hand, surely he will be able to raise you up from the situation that you're dealing with. Ephesians 1 18 through 20. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance. Say inheritance. In his holy people and his incomparably great power. Say power. For us who believe. That power is the same, say same, as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms.
praise you, Lord. The enemy lies to you, saying you're too far gone, too deep in it. You've really messed it up this time. Absolutely not. The lie of depression will say, how can you rise to face the day? How can you get up with all that you've done, all that you've failed to do? The very same power that lifted Jesus up from the deepest pit is the very same power in you. He will lift you up. You are a co-heir with Christ Jesus. He has made you to sit and dine with him. Co-heir. Co-heir with Christ. Praise you, Jesus. Romans 8, 33-34. Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is it the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus, who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for you. Interceding for us. How dare the enemy come against any of us with accusations that we are unwell or forgotten? We declare the justification of God. We are righteous in the sight of Jesus. We declare that the healing of God lives on the inside of us. The anointing is poured out upon me. The anointing is poured out upon you. The oil of gladness is poured out upon your heads, beloved. It's clothing you, replacing the coarse with the smooth and the gentle. My yoke is easy and my burden is light, Jesus said. The veil is torn. The veil is torn. And I behold my Savior. I behold Him and all that He is. We can look on Him without shame. We can look on Him without any regret. Because he lives. Because he lives, I live also. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Encountering Jesus 
We're never the same when we encounter him. We're forever changed when we encounter the touch of Jesus. It sets into motion eternal effects. It changes the past and launches us into the future he has for us. Just a touch. If I but just touch his garment, I will be changed. If I just touch him, just his clothing alone, I will be changed. Run to Jesus. Run to Jesus. I said run. Run to him. Run to Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Your presence is a healing presence. Praise you, Jesus. Lord, be more real to us than the need itself. Be more real to us, Lord, than the need itself. You, Lord Jesus, are all we need. We don't need more money. We need the one who prospers. We don't need more things. We need more you, Jesus. We want more of you. We want more of you, Jesus. More of your presence, more of your wonderful working presence. Spill out, Lord Jesus, on us. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Psalm 94, 19. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. My thoughts dwelt but for a moment on the problem, but Jesus, your love reminds me that I am an overcomer. I am an overcomer because of you. I overcome because of Jesus. My thoughts dwelt just for a moment on the anxiety, but I remembered that you won. I remembered that you have the victory. I remembered that my victory is in you. I remembered that I'm seated with you. I remembered that my past is forgotten. I remembered that I've been healed. I remembered... Praise you. Your consolation, your comfort, your touch has brought me great joy, Lord Jesus. When we worship and in spirit and in truth, our hearts are no longer meditating on the need, but fixated on Jesus. Beholding the healer causes us to experience the healer. Beholding provision causes us 
to experience provision from Jesus. Beholding a need never begot provision. Beholding problems never created solutions. There is nothingness outside of simply beholding Jesus. There is nothing for you outside of the garden. Never chase the need. Rest at the feet of your Savior, and you will miraculously receive from Him. I believe in healing because I believe that God wants me healed. I believe in healing because I believe that God's heart for me and for you is that you be healed. The maker who shaped and molded the universe wants your body, the body he created, to be in harmony, to not lack any good thing. All you must do is believe. What must I do to inherit eternal life? Believe. What must I do to be made whole? Believe. He sees you as an oak of righteousness. He sees you as an oak of righteousness, firm, established, not tossed back and forth, wondering how I messed up, what did I do wrong. Just rest in Him. Establish yourself in Him. It doesn't matter what you've done. You are firm and established because of what He did. Amen? Though you feel you've been tossed back and forth, rock and shook, God sees you receiving strength from His Son. He sees you receiving from Him. Romans 4.18 Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed, and so became the father of many nations, just as it had been said to him, so shall your offspring be. So Abraham, in the heart of God, no matter what was coming against him, no matter what was saying otherwise, Abraham rested in the heart of God and from the heart of God received. He believed nothing could start, stop the heart of God for him. And nothing can stop the heart of God for you. Remember this, the enemy has never and never will overcome the heart of God. He didn't overcome Jesus, he won't overcome you. He didn't overcome Jesus, he ain't going to overcome you. Do you believe that? Do you believe that you're one with Jesus? Do you believe you're seated with him in heavenly places? Amen. So what is the problem? Nothing. Amen. There's no problem. Jesus has you. Jesus is your advocate, beloved. So say this, I am an oak of righteousness. Established, immovable, as he is. Amen. 
We are the recipients of the power of God. Nothing that we do and nothing that comes against us can tarnish or diminish the strength and power he has for you. Nothing. Our strength stems from him. Our healing stems from Jesus. You may have found yourself looking and seeing someone in the world who seems to be flourishing and seems to be, you know, doing really well and prospering. But where does their strength stem from, beloved? If it's not Jesus, it will dry up. There is one source, one provision, one power, one help, one advocate, and his name is Jesus Christ. I need Jesus in order to get out of bed. Absolutely. I need Jesus in order to go about my day. I need Jesus in order to minister. I need Jesus in order to lay hands on the sick and see them healed. I need Jesus in every aspect of life. There is nowhere in the realm of Jesus' presence where I am to go out of and operate. I am to operate in the presence of Jesus in all aspects of life. If I force it, it will fail. But if I rest in the anointing, it will prosper. If I force it, it will fail 100% of the time. But if I rest, receive, and believe in the anointing, it will prosper. You can't force healing. You believe it and you receive it. Because the work for the healing has already been accomplished. I don't add to it. I walk in it. I don't add to it. I walk in it. I walk in the finished work of Jesus Christ. And that is the power of the anointing in you, beloved. If any of you doubt God's heart in any aspect, whether it be healing, whether or not he wants you healed, or whether or not, I don't know. If you doubt God's heart in any area, I want to let you know that his goodness is coming after you. He is in pursuit of your heart. And all this time, Jesus has been running after you. The Bible says, Surely your goodness and love will pursue me all the days of my life. Your goodness, your love, your mercy, it overtakes me. 
whenever I get off track over here and start thinking about other things, your love is pursuing me. Whenever I get distracted by the things of the world or get fixated on something that's not important, your love pursues me. Your love comes after me. Like a good shepherd, when the one sheep leaves, does not the good shepherd go after the one? He will come after you. His goodness, his love, his mercies. So you don't have to worry about what mistake I've made or what I've done wrong. Just rest in the fact that Jesus loves you. Just rest in the fact that Jesus gave. Rest in the fact that Jesus did all the work. Rest in the fact that Jesus wants you well. Rest in the fact that Jesus took all your brokenness. Rest in his heart for you. Malachi 4.2 Malachi 4.2 But for you who fear my name, the Son of Righteousness will rise with healing in his wings, and you will go free, leaping with joy like calves let out to pasture. So we will rise with healing. We will rise with healing. We will rise with our Savior. We will rise with Jesus. Healing is in his wings. Psalm 91.4 says, He will cover you and completely protect you with his feathers. And under his wings, you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. Amen, beloved? He has been faithful with our healing. He has proven in times of need, he is faithful. We turn away from the shame, we turn away from the guilt, and we receive from Jesus. At this time, I would like to take communion. If we could pass out the communion. If there is anybody in here that does not know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, before you take communion, I want you to say this important prayer. It will change your life forever. For anyone 